Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Testing. One, two. Can I hear from you, Angela? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> get hello, in. hello. <laughs> I'm not, I won't be, you've got to get me being natural. I don't know. You are natural. Doing. Just bring that up to your mouth, a bit. Bring it up to my mouth. Yeah, perfect. Mum, you've interviewed Ed Sheeran. You're, a, you're an old hat at this. No. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't like doing it. I feel I ruin Why not? I feel I'll ruin it for you. You're not going to ruin anything. How can you ruin anything? Oh, because I just opened my mouth. <laughs> Mum, you used to, we used to put you on live radio all the time. I know, but Jace knew how to manipulate me. No, he didn't. <laughs> Do you remember when we talked to you um, during the 56-hour on air, oh, maybe it was 51-hour mm. on air marathon, and we chatted to you and Dad live walking home from I a party. Dad was, was weighing in the park. Yes, it was funny. That was good timing. Very good timing. That made it. Um, okay, so Angela Harding, my mother, is here today to talk about all things being mum in celebration of Mother's Day, which I know you don't like to celebrate. You've never celebrated in your life. No, it's not that I'm anti-Mother's Day. I just don't like... Bring it closer to your mouth. I just... <laughs> and I, I don't mind people giving their mothers gifts and things, but it's the commercialism that I don't yeah, like. Commercialisation. Yeah, commercialisation. Commercial BS. Yeah, yeah, and it's far better just to make a nice meal or... Or not make it a special day. Just always treat your mother with respect. Yes, that's another thought. Um, all right, so I've had some questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, I, I've got most of the questions, but some people did have some things they wanted to ask. Um, did you always know you wanted to be a mother growing up? Um, I don't know. I got the urge later on, I think. I didn't know when I was young, no. Was it when you met Dad? Yeah, yeah. I always wanted to have babies in my 20s, I guess, but I didn't think about it before my 20s. Yeah, so you, so there wasn't really a moment where you knew or you felt the urge or you felt the pressure? Uh, yeah, I did want babies once I qualified, I think, which was... Once you qualified? Yeah. What do you mean? Qualified in, in my job, my medicine. Oh, right. I couldn't do it during the course. <laughs> you mean you qualified to be fertile <laughs> no, or something? No, no, no. <laughs> what I meant was once I'd got my th- done two years post, you know, I... Uh, Why are you um, being awkward talking about medicine? <laughs> be proud of it, Mum. Be proud of it. So, yeah, I did I did want to have babies, yes. I yeah, and did you find... I always wanted to have my third baby, Okay, actually. yeah, well, whatever, Mum, we know that I was a mistake. No, well, you were ten years after the other two, and I just had this desperate need to have a third child. So you had Sam... Everybody w- thought I was nuts. <laughs> you had and Sam... And my uncle said, are you going to have an abortion? I said, of course not. 
Who, your uncle? I know he said that to my mum because he thought it was crazy for a 37-year-old woman to have a third child. And now 37 is very, very standard. Young, it is yeah. very young. So you had Sam when you were 27. Yeah. You had Tom when you were 28, 28, 29. 29, yeah. And then you went through nearly all your 30s. What, at what point did you know you wanted a third? Did um, you start missing babies again or did you always want three children? I always thought I'd have three children. <laughs> I think you like just, a 60-minute interview. <laughs> I think you often want to reproduce the family you came from. Yes, I do hear that. But I and I did want three children, and you actually had that you because you had two older brothers. I so you a had daughter, and now I've produced two, two sons, sons and, and a younger daughter. daughter. That doesn't always happen. That's just a f- coincidence. Can that happen though? Because I feel like you do see that trend. Do you? I don't know. Perhaps not. Not every time. It's not no. a thing. There's no, no. Yeah. Okay. And what was that like for you? Being, I know you hate admitting that you're a doctor. I don't know why you get awkward, but you're very smart and you were very driven as a, a working professional. Did that feel hard, trying to balance the two yeah, at the it time? it is difficult, yeah. Definitely difficult. Early on it wasn't so difficult because I was working part-time mm. and it was more balanced. But with you it was challenging because I had a practice <laughs> and there was no – So you were running a – a general practice. We had a general practice and we'd sort of got a short Whereabouts? Give it, give it a shout out if anyone's listening. Westport on the west coast. <laughs> of New Zealand. Of New Zealand. And we were, there's always a shortage of doctors there or often, mm. uh, often a shortage of doctors. And so I had to work when I didn't really want to. I had to get back to, I worked right up to the end. I used to be in consultations <laughs> thinking, oh my God, am I going to labour? Because I had nobody to do the work. And then when I, and I had to start up after six weeks, which was probably a bit Shit. too soon. Is it true that you thought, <laughs> you thought because you were working so hard and you were so anxious at that time, you reckon it passed down onto me? Because I've always... I did wonder whether you picked up on my stress levels when I was pregnant with the amount of work I was Well, because they do say from mm. conception, from that point, everything you experience does impact yeah. the child. So it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I did feel guilty about that. And you'd be listening in on consultations probably. <laughs> I'm sure I wasn't actually listening. <laughs> well, um, you'd be picking up on my straight uh, – yeah, and I was overworking. I felt I was overworking. But you had my amazing grandmother, Jojo, who mm. um, basically took me under her arms mm. and she became a second mum. And yeah. you wouldn't have been able to cope without her. No, I wouldn't her. have been able to cope. And she, she took – I didn't realise this, but she moved. She had to move away she with me. She moved away from Westport when you were 12 months old. Why did we move away from you? Because she was moving to be in Methven, where yeah. my brothers were. Yeah. And we were always going to move, but couldn't move straight away. And That must have been so hard for you yeah, if I was, was 12 months. Yeah. Not that I remember. But we would go over every few weeks. and Yeah, but it was difficult. It wasn't for very long. Mm-hmm. And I left quite quickly after. But it was like for a few months or whatever. But I trusted her, so it was okay. Yeah, and I was in contact every day. There's so much more information out now regarding the whole pregnancy journey and postpartum period. Would you have done things differently looking back or you just did what you could to survive? You do what really? you do in time to survive. I mean, ideally, I could have had a less stressful pregnancy with you, mm. but not with Sam. I had a lovely pregnancy with Sam because I wasn't working that hard and with Tom the same. But yeah. with you, you had a <coughs> – it was fraught. She was hectic. He was hectic. <laughs> Just like the... But you've survived. I, mean, I have survived. Everybody survives. Mm. <clears throat> and looking back, what do you think was the hardest part, being a mum who was working? And then Dad was working full-time as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I, like Dad I was I think the hardest home. part is you never feel that you're... Um, you always feel guilty that you're working. Mum guilt. 
It's real. Yeah. And then if you're not working, you probably feel guilty too because you're not doing your career. So it's finding that balance, mm. really. And I suppose I did, but then I knew that I had someone looking after you or help helping who was somebody I totally trusted. I and that so is the challenge. I feel so bad looking back on all the sacrifices you made. Like it's you don't really realise it until you go through it yourself. <laughs> like I had to pay for a dentist bill yesterday and then I was like, oh my God, mum covered, mum and dad covered all the dental bills. Mm. When I was growing up, you paid for all the school fees and all that stuff. And I think, I think it's, it's much more difficult now than it was then. I mean, you've got parents now working two or three jobs. Well, you can't. Like, pe- and parents can't survive parents on solo incomes. surviving now. And they don't always have their parents to, or family mm. to look after because they're somewhere else to w- for work. Well, they don't, they don't oh. have the support networks because everyone's... So, I don't know. And yeah, I think it's even harder and the pressures are on them much more now, mm. even though it's always been challenging being a parent. But then but I suppose there's more support now mm. online and there's more information. But now you've got to know where to look for it and some of the information is probably not very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah online. It's You've got to know what to listen to. What advice, if you were to be a mum again, yeah. what advice would you give to yourself? What do you wish someone had told you? Someone had told me. <laughs> mum always says, oh, shit, mum. But I think you're the best mum in the world, obviously. Well, I'm biased. You can't ever be a perfect mother, yeah. number one. Mm-hmm. And trying to be perfect will probably cause more angst than its thing. You just do your best. Why do we have this absolute inclination to feel like we have to be so perfect? I don't know. I think. Why do we put so much pressure yeah. on? Because I feel like everyone does. Everyone has that mum guilt. Yeah. Everybody, Where does it come whether from? Whether you work or not. Yeah. I mean, I was told in those days women didn't work full time so much. They did, but yes, and, and I was always told that my da- my kids would be damaged. I got got told that sometimes. Your kids would be damaged because you're not with them all the time. But you did what you had to do. Yeah, and it, I think um, so long as you give them the love and attention when you're home. Mm. That's well. I I mean I I I don't I can say wholeheartedly I never felt neglected and mm. because I had my grandmother like I think having Jojo around you know I felt like but I, I almost got double don't have Jojos and they're not as lucky as that no and then you've got a mum who's working eight ten hour day and then has to come home and feed the kids and dad's stressed and yeah it's not easy you don't know what you're going into when no, you go on you don't and everyone's situation is so unique um the best part about motherhood Looking back over the years. He's having three beautiful children. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel blessed with my children. What do you think was the best age? I don't know. All the, all the ages were good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can. Because I feel, because Jojo, my granny, looked after us, well, looked after me growing up, I almost got a fresh relationship with you. As Jojo sort of took his back seat, I went into my adolescent years and then like my you know, early 20s, and it was almost like you became a best friend in a way mm. because I didn't have all that angst. Not that I was really an angsty teenager, was I? No, you weren't an angsty teenager. Because someone wanted to no, know what was, what, was, what was I like as a teenager, but I... You were good. Were I never really had that rebellious phase. And people talk about how... Well, you probably were a little bit, but not majorly. You mean a no. little bit? <laughs> no, no, you weren't. No. And I mean, you used to go out and I'd be staying up at night waiting for you, you to still, come. It's so funny. <laughs> I was saying this earlier today. Uh, you know, I could be away for years and I'll live overseas and I'll be in Melbourne and I'll be in Auckland. But then when I come back to Christchurch and I go out for a night on the town <laughs> and I say it's too, well, this hasn't happened in a while because I'm a mum now, but 
you know, I'd get home at two or three o'clock in the morning and mum's still waiting up. And she's got a cup of tea. Is she all right? Is she? Are you like, hi, buddy, how was your night? And I'm like, not in a good state to talk, mum. <laughs> and you'd still worry. I know. Even you do. when I don't you're think grown Parents out. ever stop worrying. Great. So I'm pretty much. You're done for. Tapped into a, a world <laughs> Well, of you'll concern. always care for your kids. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's well, like another part of your body? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and who's your favourite child? No favourite children. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Do you find that as each child came along, you'd be more confident? You'd feel Um, more confident in your parenting skills? I don't know that I ever felt confident (laughs) in my parenting skills. But I think, yeah, no, I don't know. Can't answer that. I no, don't know okay. that, I, that I did get more confident with time. Did you ever get concerned about PJ? Um, that's been a question that's Did I ever through. get concerned about PJ? Were you ever worried about the career that I... Because you and Dad were never um, forceful over things that I decided to do, apart mm. from piano. Um, <laughs> I was. I did. I have to own up piano. that I, I love music and... Parents always force onto their children what they didn't do themselves. Yeah, exactly. And you so I wish I followed music, and so I tried to push my daughter to, Mum, <laughs> and it failed abysmally. So don't do it. You had like a fork in the road moment in your life where yeah. you could have been a dancing happy under a tree with white pants and no shoes playing on, the playing the Spanish guitar, but you ended up choosing medicine. Yeah, and so therefore. The life that mum didn't live, she wanted me to have oh that no. in the I form of music. Well, but that she was the only was, you thing you ever pushed on me. You never pushed anything else. I did push music. She used to go and do this music Jazz lessons piano. Down, down in town. And she was really, I thought she was really good. I was but bloody she good. never, ever practised and just liked. No, I could have been a child prodigy. No, you, I don't know about a child prodigy, but you were quite talented <laughs> on, I think you could have been quite talented on the piano. But you I, never practised. I think I, I think I. And will then come I back tried to, to stop you playing the guitar because I thought, oh no, she, she should focus on the piano. <laughs> um, but I am so grateful that you never, especially when it came to uni and stuff. You, you and Dad were both just like, do what what you are passionate yeah. about. And I yeah. nearly went and studied Spanish at um, Otago University. But I think you would have you would have just sunk in Otago University. And I the, don't know though. And the drinking culture, girls struggled more than Dunedin. <laughs> I always felt, but I might be wrong. Sexist, mum. Yeah, very um, sexist. Um, but, well, it's interesting. Would I have ended up doing radio somehow no, anyway? I th- Maybe to I be would've. honest, I think you went to the broadcasting school and at that time, I don't know what it's like now, but at that time it was amazing. Fabulous. Yeah, it was. And you got the jobs and you knew how to, where you were, you know. No, I think... I think when I started doing radio and I started being on EMO, did you ever feel 
uncomfortable or I buried. felt uncomfortable when you first went up there on no, very little money. You didn't get paid much to, as an intern and she was in a flat. Thank you for the top-ups, God. I was not good <laughs> at budgeting. She had very little money and she had mm. no car and she used to get a bus no, back. No, I did have a car. No, when you first started busing oh, no, back. I didn't, yeah. And I can remember and you finished the radio like at midnight or something and, and I used to think that's not safe. Yeah, that's and right. And I used to worry about that and I'd, I'd say, bust Don't down walk on the road. Go in the middle of the road or something. Because I thought that uh, if someone had been listening to you on radio and knew where you lived. So that, that side used to worry me, but it was never an issue. So yeah, I worried about it, your safety sometimes, mm-hmm. but never. But never done the trick. Was that it? That was it. I didn't really worry. I think. Um, you know, when you were stuck in Melbourne with COVID, that was a challenging time for you. Mm. But everybody has challenging times. And what about when I sat on a cake with a beer bottom um, on the Jason PJ show oh, amidst yeah. a number of other crazy things? Did that ever bother you? <laughs> Not your finest star. <laughs> <laughs> Not your finest star. But I knew Jason was sort of looked after you as well. Um, anything you regret? This is a big question. I don't. I don't like actually looking back on life with regrets because. I think everything we do, be it a mistake, it's, it yeah. takes us somewhere and we learn from it. But is do I regret anything? Um, of course I probably had lots of regrets, but I can't think of a major regret. You're very hard on yourself. <laughs> you're very, pretty, you're yeah. your biggest I critic. Do, I think being a perfectionist is a very bad trait. And I think... Do you think you have perfectionism with your parenting? Maybe not my parenting, but with my work I would try. I would, and I felt it was very unproductive to be perfectionist. Mm. Do you feel you've still got that in your 60s, going into your 70s? Less year? so. Less so. I'm relaxed more now. Yeah. Mm. But probably a little bit still. What do you think? I think you're still quite critical of yourself, but you give everything to everyone around you. You always have, and you've put everyone else first and sacrificed a lot. Yeah. And you still <laughs> do that. Well, I think as you get older, uh, I think it's really important to learn to love yourself and we don't look or look after yourself or whatever. You're going into your 70th year now and I think that has Shh. to... <laughs> Sorry. No. She's getting really, really stubborn. She's <laughs> turning into what Jojo, my grandmother, was like, who I was just eternally yeah. youthful. Um, but I think this is your time now yeah. to actually, and I say this, as you literally slave over looking after this house that I live in, <laughs> and you do all the washing still, you just can't help it. You can't help is it. Is it a mother's instinct? Well, I don't know if it's a mother's instinct, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you doing the washing. Mum! <laughs> I'm very grateful One for of Polly's weaknesses are her... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. My toxic trait is my washing. <laughs> yes. And my management of clothes. Yeah. I'm home. trying to teach her at 32. But I want you to go and live your life. Yeah, I'm going to. Don't worry. I'm off. My, I'm off traveling. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Greece, Egypt. Oh yeah, who well? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Not another man. No, no, no man. No. No man. No. I'll. Uh, I want to go to. All you want to go there? She wants to go to all the energies. We're not going. I want to go to the high energy spots in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where's that? What's that? Where are the high energy spots? Um, well, I definitely want to go to Egypt with the pyramids. Yeah. I want to go to Sedona and all those places. Like cramp your style if I come? No, you can come. You can come. Mum was up this morning doing a meditation. What was that? What, it was to bring in the, um, portal, the sort of portal of light for the new eclipse. Okay. For the new age of Aquarius. <laughs> Her eyes are laughing up now. Mum said, no, 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 I'm going to go down too many rabbit holes. Don't let me. I said, no, we'll stick to parenting. So maybe this is the point where we wrap up. But yeah. it was lovely to have you sit down with me, Mum. I am, and I know everyone says this, but I genuinely believe I'm the luckiest girl in the world. The best mother and the best friend. 
that anyone could ever ask for. And now I'm a mum, I just have so much more respect for everything you've done and all the sacrifices you've made. And I think you deserve every bit of happiness moving forward. Oh. As you, I know you're going into a new exciting time of your life. And yeah, um, I yeah. think you need to put yourself first for once. Thank you. Thank you. That was very beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> She's so awkward. I'm she going doesn't know how to take but a compliment. Lovely. Thank you for saying it. But I, yeah, I, I think you do. G- getting older is, can be quite exciting. It can be. Yeah. And like, well, where am I you go? get to reinvent yourself. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Especially with my herbs. Okay. We'll <laughs> stop there. Mum's on a, not a herbal detox, but you've been put on herbs to fix your skin. Anyway, a topic for another day. If you'd like a to know, message me. But it's been lovely chatting. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mummy. I love you very much. I love you too. And thank you for having me on. I was trying to put it off because I We've didn't think anybody, bottom, haven't we? <laughs> anybody would want to listen to what I had to say. Everyone wants to listen to what you say. Thank you, Ange. You're a wealth of knowledge. And um, until next time. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.